This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, February 16th. Brought to you by Robel AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Electrifying the Ag Expo. Snaps rising cost. Department of Justice seeks to save dear lawsuit. Electric and driverless tech gains ground at Ag Expo. Agtonomy made its debut at the World Ag Expo this week. The startup's autonomous electric tractors drew many onlookers as they weaved through a demonstration vineyard and upstaged competitors. Zev forklifts are also making inroads with ag clients. Oxnard-based Wiggins Lift Company building a brand among shipping ports and was sizing up the ag space at the Agspo. It was already sold out of electric models for 2023. Drones for precision pesticide applications added another uh, cool factor for the trade show. Meanwhile, many more ag tech companies were marketing equipment add-ons and software tools to extend performance and efficiency for routine operations. Who's noticing? Well, members of the Cal OSHA Governing Board and the Air Resources Board toured the exhibits and walked with and talked with farm groups to learn about safety features and incentive needs. What's missing? Well, electric tractors need plugs. The greatest hurdle to widespread adoption is the slow pace, scaling up the grid to meet the state's tremendous ZEV demands. This is while rural regions are plagued with energy shortfalls. Several new food processing facilities coming online. They can't get grid connections, and they must rely on generators, natural gas, or solar arrays. Roger Isom, president of the Western Agricultural Processors Association, told AgriPulse. Senators study potential for a natural low-carbon fuel standard. Senators and witnesses at a hearing yesterday expressed sharp differences over the need for and impacts of a potential national low-carbon fuel standard, concerns over the value of a new approach that would go beyond the renewable fuel standard, centered on how a new standard would be developed and the speed with which the country can decarbonize the transportation fleet as well as the fuels used to move it. Low-carbon and clean fuels programs like those in California, Oregon, and Washington set carbon intensity scores for transportation fuels, allowing the generation of credits that can be sold by low-carbon fuel providers. In California, dairies using anaerobic digesters have benefited from the program by producing biogas for transportation. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Senate Ag tackles SNAP as cost estimate soars. The Senate Ag Committee will put a spotlight today on the largest and fastest growing part of the Farm Bill. The committee holding a hearing this morning on the Farm Bill nutrition title just one day after the Congressional Budget Office sharply raised its cost estimate for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. CBO is now projecting the program will cost about $1.2 trillion over the next 10 years or 8.4% more than was estimated last year for the same period. A major reason for the higher estimates is that CBO assumes USDA will increase benefits by updating a model called the Thrifty Food Plan that's used to estimate food costs. 
In a statement, the Republican side of the Senate Ag Committee says SNAP benefit increases due to TFP updates, quote, will cost more than all the spending outside the Farm Bill nutrition title. By the way, CBO also released cost estimates yesterday for the commodity and conservation programs. CBO estimates the price loss coverage program will cost $31.9 billion over a 10-year period starting in 2024. The agriculture risk coverage program is projected to cost $16.7 billion. PLC triggers payments when the annual average market price for a commodity is below the PLC reference price. ARC payments are based on a rolling five-year average of county or individual farm revenue. Now keep this in mind, CBO also raised its estimate for the federal deficit for 2023, that to $1.4 trillion. That's $400 billion more than its earlier forecast. CBO says the deficits will generally increase over coming years to $2.7 trillion by 2033. This year's deficit will amount to 5.3% of gross domestic product. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. We'll have more Agripulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision. Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Taurus Small in line for promotion. President Biden is planning to nominate a USDA undersecretary, so chill Torres Small, that to replace Jill Bronow as the department's deputy secretary. Bronow has said she's stepping down for family reasons. Torres Small, who had a little trouble getting Senate confirmation for her current role, has been overseeing USDA rural development programs that have received heavy infusions of funding through the bipartisan infrastructure bill and also the Inflation Reduction Act for Rural Broadband and Clean Energy. Chuck Connor, who's president and CEO of the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives, said Torres Small has experience leading a section of USDA that oversees programs that impact rural America in diverse ways, from funding rural housing and community facilities such as schools and hospitals to spurring the spread of broadband and improving rural Infrastructure. Uh, take note, Connor served as Deputy Secretary during the George W. Bush administration. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. DOJ urges court to spare right to repair case against Deer. The Justice Department is asking a federal judge in Illinois not to dismiss a lawsuit challenging John Deere's repair policies. The farm equipment giant is trying to get the case tossed out. In a court filing, a Department of Justice says that by arguing that deception or surprise is required for antitrust violations, Deer Quote proposes safe harbor where the law provides none. Department of Justice says the case is similar to one brought against Kodak in 1992, that over restricting access to replacement parts. 
The Department of Justice writes, quote, These various machines or tractors for short enable American agriculture. When they break or fail to operate and repair markets function poorly, agriculture suffers, crops waste, and land lies fallow. Well, here's today's He Said It. If it's bad here, it's worse everywhere else. That Tim Kelly president of the economic development nonprofit Team California at the World Ag Expo on the Imperial Valley's efficient use of Colorado River water and its limits. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, February 16th, brought to you by Bravo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chap Daly.